I believe it was the great warrior poets, Quad City DJs, that once said, Come on, ride the train, and ride it. Choo-choo. And that's exactly what we're going to do as we cover Demon Slayer Mugen Train this week on Shonen and Suds. <sighs> Cody. Happy New Year, bud. Happy New Year. We're back. Man, oh man, we are back. Fresh first cast of 2022. I trust uh, I trust you had a fantastic New Year. Chris, it was all right. It was, uh, I, I unfortunately found out on New Year's Eve that I got COVID. I have tested positive for COVID. Um, so I, I just chilled and drank at home. Uh, no big deal there. Okay. Uh, just me and the roommates. Obviously, I've been around them, so they've been exposed to me, unfortunately. Uh, oh, fucker, you're taking them all down with you. Yeah, take them all down with you. You know, that's what you got to do. Uh, you know, mis- right. Misery loves company, so I've heard. <laughs> Right, but no, I'm I'm more of a a house party kind of person uh, when it comes to sure. like New Year's. Uh, it's nope. safer, definitely yeah, safer, much safer. Um, but yeah, us three, we just kind of chilled and drank and watched, you know, watched the different uh, like the Ryan Seacrest in New York and Miley Cyrus in Florida. Just watched, you know, your typical ball dropping, the concerts, all that nice. stuff. I had a few drinks, played some games, stuff like that, but. All in all, still had still had a great time. Uh, what about you, Chris? How was your New Year's? Oh man, Cody, I'm an old man. I was in bed by like 11:30. I tried to stay up, couldn't make it. Oh man, yeah, and you're on you're on the east, so you actually got to wait until the ball drops for midnight. Exactly. We only exactly. got to wait. See, Central Time, we just got to wait till 11. We're good. See, you can sign off there. I <laughs> see. That's that's. I I think I need to move further inward. Like I need to move to the west coast. So it's like, oh, the ball drops at like eight o'clock. Yeah, Perfect. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's definitely it's definitely the way to go. Um, and then of course New Year's Day, we got to watch the Blues smoke the Minnesota Wild. Yeah. In the, in the that winter. was the, the way it was like what was like thirty degrees below zero or some shit. Oh yeah, they were freezing out there. But yeah, love watching the Blues win on the Winter Classic. Um, obviously mm-hmm. we had the one here at Bush Stadium a few years back. Awesome time there. Um, I actually was planning, I considered going to Minnesota for this game. Very glad I didn't, obviously, because, you know. Oh, hell yeah. Like, the COVID thing is one thing, but that weather would have been, no, I'm good. I Yeah, how about fuck that? Yeah, like, I, I, I like me some cold weather. Weather I like hoodie season and stuff like that, but not. Me too. That's, that's doing too much. Yeah, and shout out to anybody listening that is from that area. Uh, my hat's off to you, because I don't know. Maybe if you're born into it. And that's what you've lived in your whole life. Maybe it's nothing, but I, I couldn't imagine. A, I mean, and I live in the mid-Atlantic on the East Coast where it literally goes from 70 degrees to, Cody, it was 70 degrees. And then the next day we got a, a six-inch snowstorm, which for us, six inches is a snowstorm if that puts it in, to any kind of perspective. Mm-hmm. But I'm used to that. I could not live somewhere where like winters are winter where winters can just kill you just for living there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. can't imagine doing that. Not I'm sure that I'm hopefully they can now like feel their toes and extremities and things like that. Uh, <laughs> so if you get enough liquor in you watching hockey, I'm pretty sure you don't feel a thing. Oh yeah. And, and watching the team was losing, you know, they were down bad. Uh, kudos Absolutely. to you, Minnesota wild fans out there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, Cody, that's, we're not here for that, but I'm, we're here in the new year to talk about Shonen and some suds. And as always, welcome back. I'm your host, Chris Adams. And I'm Cody Snodgrass. 
And yeah, man. So I can, you know, no pun intended, or maybe a small one. I am all aboard the Demon Slayer train, dude. I, you know, I've become obsessed. I've been reading the manga, like I, and which is apparently is done. Yeah, like it just recently finished, which is awesome. So now I can, I can, I can read it, reflect on what I saw. I can watch it. It has a finite end for now. For now, anyway, we all know we all know how stuff works in this world. Um, But that's awesome. That's awesome that I can now have this fine, you know, this uh, experience with a beginning and a known end yeah and i honestly like we're going to talk about quite a few anime that are making comebacks this year when we get to our like our our upcoming 2022 like anticipated shows that we want to watch um Uh but it is always nice like when you start a show and you know like okay there's this amount of episodes and that's it like Uh whether you want more or not like it ain't coming yeah this is the end absolutely Um, absolutely and i i love that now granted there's some shows that I'm glad they keep making. I mean, they're not for me. Like, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure people love the fact that One Piece has been on TV for fucking 25 years. <laughs> um, but man, not for me. But you know, I'm glad that while Demon Slayer appears, it's going to have a lot of episodes. I'm glad that it's going to have a, a stopping. Same thing with like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, right? Like, it's long, but I'm glad I know that when I hit this episode, it's a wrap. You know. Yeah, and like they could make anything in the Full Metal Alchemist universe, and I'd watch it. But I'm glad that it is. Oh, I would too. Like you know, it's just its own little thing. It's condensed. It's done, and yeah, it's the way on. I like we're, it. We're moving on. We're hopping off that train, you know. Ah, that's funny. Train jokes. We're gonna be full of train humor tonight. But um, no. Uh, overall, I really, really like this movie. I have some small gripes, which we'll you know talk about as we as we go through it. Um. I, I have discovered, you know, obviously, you know, spoiler alert, uh, Rengoku dies at the end of this thing. Um, it's the first Hashira that we actually see die on screen. Um, but that's become my favorite character, not only because he, you know, we talked about this before we started recording. He's a very Mirio type character. He's just very likable. He's super strong. He just, he has this very like devout sense of justice but like he's also i don't know like there's just he has like he has all the things that i look for in a character and also the fact that his death you know i i, I interpreted his death at in a lot of different ways which has also made me love this show even more and we'll talk about that when we get to it but i was in i was in and you know my favorite point in the movie came from the most unlikely of places but uh you know I can't wait to talk about it, but, uh, you know, Cody, we've got a lot of other things to talk about. Um, but I can't do that with my throat being as bone dry as it is. So Cody, I need to know, and the people need to know what you're drinking. Mm. It's fizzing up. Chris, this is actually a Coke. This is a mixer here. Let me, let me, oh, man. I don't know if this will pick up on the mic, but I'm going to pour some of this into this here. Cup. Oh, I hear it. Oh, you hear it? I hear it. Let's put the yeah, mic sure in, in the soda. <laughs> That's how you're stirring it up, right? Yeah, Chris, I bought, you know, I went to the gas station. I bought an Angry Orchard, and then when we hopped in the Discord call, you had mentioned that you had some whiskey. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, Christmas obviously just passed. I need a stir stick. We're going to find something. Um, But, uh, you had mentioned you had whiskey, and I know I definitely had a, 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 little, a couple shooters of uh, Crown Royale. 
I figured I might as well switch it up. I got the mini fridge. I got the, you know, the Coke Zeros on deck here. And uh, oh, that's right. So I'm just doing some straight up Crown Royale, uh, blended Canadian whiskey, uh, mm. with a nice uh, cherry Coke Zero. Um, Crown I Royale. I love cherry Coke Zero. Dude, fuck, it's so good. It's, it's literally it's it's become probably my favorite soda. Uh, and you know, I've been one of the. I've I've always been a person, even when I was like in my big like gym days, like every day of the week, mm-hmm. I was I've always been like a at least at like a diet soda drinker or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Cherry Coke Zero is just the spot. It's it's perfect. It's all the flavor with none of the guilt. That's right, Chris. Um and this Crown Royale helping to take down this uh, this this COVID that I have <laughs> unfortunately oh, tested right. positive for, but you know, nothing a little liquor can't fix. Um but yeah. I agree. That is what I am having this evening, Chris. What about you? What are you having over there? Well, you kind of hit it right on the head. You know, you said I was sipping on some whiskey. You know, I had I had to ring in the new year with a cocktail. And by cocktail, I mean I've just got two fingers of Buffalo Trace, my absolute favorite whiskey on God's green earth. It's it's perfect. Hard to find. I think I, I've had Buffalo Trace on the cast before, which is fine because anytime I can get my hands on it, I'm going to fucking drink it. And I just, I absolutely love it. I just two fingers of Buffalo trace, and a little splish splash of water just to, you know, just kind of dilute it a little bit. That's just, that's just how I like to drink whiskey unless I'm taking like straight shots. But if I'm drinking it on the rocks, I want just like, a, when I say a splash, I mean, like I put my fingers under the faucet and just splash it in there <laughs> and then let the ice melt a little bit. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, absolutely. Well, I concur. So Cody. I guess my where where do we want to start? I mean, you know, I I would love to dive into Mugen Train, but there there's a lot happening in the anime world in 2022. Um, so I feel like we should start there. Yeah, I think we start with. I say we do our news. We'll do we'll do all of our New Year stuff first. Yeah, and uh, we'll announce our poll winner, which I gotta go. I I don't even know what won the poll, so I'm gonna go pull that up here in a second. Oh, beautiful. Well, while you're doing that, I'll start with you. Really, our first piece of news is something that I remembered seeing. Um, for those who you know feel that they can brave conventions right now, uh, as of now, Level Up Expo is still happening out in Las Vegas. Um, and the reason I know that, well, A, I've seen the advertisements for it, and I've actually been. I actually went to Level Up Expo in 2020. It was the last trip I had taken before the lockdown. And I was out there for, uh, with, uh, the, uh, you know, Miles Tyler, Shane Duckworth, Josh Gardner, some friends of ours, uh, for, uh, UFS worlds or universal fight. It's a card game, universal fighting system. I was out there for their worlds. Um, and I, uh, Zach Burrell was out there too. We all just kind of stayed in the house. So, you know, we're out there for worlds and it's at this, it's basically an anime convention. And I, I came home with a bunch of junk. I bought, you know, I, I, the, I have a statue of Dobby from My Hero Academia that I bought while I was out there. Uh, a couple of prints. I think I bought a T-shirt. Um, just looked around. It was a really cool. There was a lot of voice actors there. Uh, there's a lot of voice actors there this year. I can't remember any names off the top of my head. Um, but it was an absolute blast. I do wish I lived somewhere closer where, I guess, I, I mean, I... Again, my anime convention knowledge is very limited. I wish I lived close to a major one. I think I do, but again, my my anime fandom is very much a something I've always liked. But I'm not like ready to. What am I trying to say? Um, You're not ready to be a weeb yet, Chris. 
Well, yeah, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I guess that's the, the way to put it without being sound like a jerk. Like, I'm not full on weeb, so I don't I don't know. Like the, the convention atmosphere doesn't doesn't necessarily do for me what it does for people who love going to conventions like any anime convention I've ever gone to. It's because I specifically was looking for like merch from an anime that I liked. If I wasn't there to soak in the con- that's what I'm trying to say. I wasn't there for the convention. I was there to find some really awesome merch that I probably could find online. But the fact that I could pick it up, hold it, look at it, you know, maybe get it signed by somebody who's there, that kind of thing. That that's really it. Not there to just soak it all in. Yeah, you're not so. you're not there to cosplay. You're there to you know check out some merch, check out some statues, some figurines. You yeah. know, maybe meet a couple of voice yeah, actors. Funko Pops. Oh yeah. 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 I don't think yeah, I've ever you know. I don't think I've ever been to an actual anime convention. I definitely would like mm-hmm. to go to one. Um, mm-hmm. Conventions are. Well, really we, should, we should get hammered and plan and go once all this COVID bullshit dies down. Absolutely, man. I'm totally down. Do a Shonen and Suds episode live from whatever convention we end up at. Yeah. Just. Book a book a cheap flight, you know, just get hammered mm-hmm. and go go <laughs> browse around and <laughs> spend too I'm much trying, money. Just go Google some animates it. It'll be great. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, Chris. I guess we'll start things off. I do have the poll winner. Um, okay. Our nominees once again were Shaman King, Parasite, mm-hmm. Dragon Quest, Story of Die, and Gurren Lagann. Mm-hmm. Um, we were a little bit worried that Gurren Lagann would kind of just run away with this one, and. Uh, uh-huh. We were incorrect here, Chris. Um, Ooh. Parasite has won the vote. Um, oh, nice. Looks like... I'm actually kind of glad it did, because I was so fucking worried. I didn't realize that Dragon Quest was still going on. Like, season one is still going on, and it's long. Yeah, I don't know when they're going to cut that off. Like, hey, like yeah, I, I know it's, I'm glad to see Dragon Quest get an anime and all this stuff, but... Yeah. When, when I was, like, look, doing some research on some more of these shows, and I'm like... I looked at Dragon Quest and I'm like, wait, wait, hold on. What did we just? Do? I thought we were in like a, I'm like okay, we just invested like a good yeah, seven I weeks. Yeah, I thought it was like a 25 episode thing, but oh no, I was way off. Yeah, and it seems like it's all one season. Like it doesn't seem like yeah. there's like a cutoff point. So an actual JRPG, it just doesn't stop. Yeah, it's just just a hundred hours in, you're you're looking for the ending, but you're too busy doing side quests, like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we definitely will cover that. And I also saw, it looks like they had some old animated films as well. Uh, for oh, that, yeah. Um, yeah, because so. I remember, and I think I've mentioned this on the podcast before, that was one of my first exposures to anime. There was uh, Saturday mornings when I was very, very young. I would get up early. I mean, it was on it. Like, back then, you know, in the 80s, Saturday morning cartoons started at like fucking 5.30 in the morning. And at 6 a.m., Dragon Warrior was on TV. And, of course, Dragon Warrior is the American, the, the, I guess the, I guess it's only in America that it's called Dragon Warrior, which they've since stopped that. But the first, the first, I want to say four or five Dragon Quest games were renamed Dragon Warrior in the States. So the show was also called Dragon Warrior. Same thing, Akira Toriyama art, everything. And I want to say you might even be able to find like episodes on YouTube of it, but yeah, yeah. It looks like there was a TV series that was. Let me make sure I'm getting this right. Mm-hmm. Forty-six episodes, and then there was mm-hmm. three films. Nice. Um, got the Great Adventure of Die, Avon's Disciples, and the Sixth Grade Generals. Mm-hmm. Those were 
From 91 to 92 is when those came out. The episodes were okay. around that same time as well, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a lot of older Dragon Quest stuff I didn't even know about. And then, of course, um, in October of last year, they started the new... Which I think it's also called like the Adventure of Die or the Story of Die. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's called the Story of Die. Yeah, and that one is currently at sixty-three episodes and still still rolling. Yeah. Uh, hopefully they'll they'll give us a break point where we can, you know, maybe stop at sixty-four and then start season two or something. You know, like. No, oh, uh, please, please, so we can cover it. If not, we'll just eventually when we dive into it, we'll just break it down about ten episodes at a time or you know twelve, yeah, 13, which is fine, depending on what. And I think that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Parasite is one. I really don't know much about Parasite. I've only seen... Like, I don't either. I've seen, like, you know when you leave Netflix on and it goes yes. to, like, the screensaver mode? Like, that's what mm-hmm. I know of Parasite. I just saw, like, a guy with, like, some weird alien, like, growing out of his body. And I was like, yeah, oh, that looks That's all I know as well. Um, so we'll be checking but, uh, that out. By the way, Cody, oh, yeah. I also think... Uh, you're probably getting ready to mention this. Maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse, but I think on Funimation there's a live-action... Parasite movie? Really? Yeah. Oh, there's two. Oh, fuck. Chris, we've got ourselves into a... We might have found something here. All right, cool. Oh, a gold mine. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, speaking of Funimation, Chris, some more news for this week. You got uh, Demon Slayer. the ahead and did it. Demon Slayer's the one that pushed you... It, it did. It pushed me over the top, and I was like, you know what? And then when I when I got it, because also too, um, when I'm working in my office, I work from home. In my office, all I have in there is my Switch, and my streaming services on my Switcher. I'm limited to Hulu, uh, which is fine, Twitch, YouTube, and Funimation. So, but you need you need a, like a subscription to Funimation to watch it on the Switch. I was like, all right, fine, fuck it. I, it's it's seven ninety nine. It's and then the, when I started thumbing through, what was as soon as I saw a record of Lotus War, I was like, "That's worth eight bucks a month alone." Now how that is it? Now how is the Switch app? Is the Switch app pretty good? Oh, it's it's crisp. I haven't had a single the Xbox app and the Switch app. I have not had a single issue with. Uh, have been too. Due to, uh, you know, based on, you know, your experiences, I have been too afraid to download it on the PlayStation 4. Oh, man, Chris. Let me tell you, like, trying to watch Mugen Train... I feel like I'm missing half the fun. Dude, trying to watch Mugen Train, and this wasn't even on the PS4. I've just unplugged Mm -hmm. the PS4. I've given up on that system. Um, Mm -hmm. Funimation, they don't care about that app. Um, But I have a Roku now, which... Ooh! You know, I thought maybe that would be the the play with Funimation. Maybe Roku will be my saving grace. No, Chris, mm-hmm. it was not. I had to restart the Roku like five times. I, I messaged, I emailed Funimation. I'm like, when are y'all ever going to give a shit about this app? Like, come on, guys. Like, dude, oh, I would man. get to like the very beginning of Mugen Train, like where, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Like the Demon Slayer Master guy is like walking through the, like the graveyard. Yep. So literally the very beginning of the movie. And it would freeze, but the audio would continue. And I'm just like, Oh my god. Oh my god. But after like seven tries of restarting it, I finally was able to watch Jeez, it. I, I've learned some tricks. I've learned some tricks. It's like you gotta fast forward a little bit and then rewind uh-huh. back to where you were at, and that'll usually that'll usually Dude, that sounds like the equivalent of blowing in the Nintendo cartridge to get it to work. Dude, that's it it's what it feels like, but it like this is a multi million dollar company. Like we need Damn. We need some app love here. But I'm glad to hear that the Switch has an app. I didn't know that. 
I haven't. Yeah. I need to dust off my Switch and my Xbox. Um, those things are just they just collect dust and I never turn them on. So maybe that'll maybe that'll be the future for Funimation for me. But I'm glad to hear that you have it. Um, yeah, and I'm yeah. seeing here we had two live action movies for Parasite, so maybe we'll check those uh -huh. out too. Um, yeah, but I know at least one of them is on Funimation. Okay, cool. Because I, I saw it as I was scrolling through. Uh, yeah. But also, coming to, to answer your question, I actually physically bought Yugen Train after watching it. I was like, I, I want to have this. This movie needs to be in the collection oh, look, on the shelf. That. There's nothing yep. wrong with that, Chris. Um, but yeah, so we'll be covering Parasite over maybe the next four weeks. We'll figure out how we'll divvy it up. We're for sure going to do, it's mm. 24 episodes, so we'll probably just do a 12-12 split. Uh-huh. And then maybe if we can get these live action films we might just put Dota on the back burner until I am okay with that. Yeah, I I'd like to check out these live actions. I've I've never heard anything about the Parasite live actions, so uh -huh. like I'm just on Don't the wiki it, page Brian. now, like, oh, this exists. Okay. Uh, um, I'm in. This will be uh this will be new for me all across the board. Yeah, and then after we finish the films, we'll you know, then we'll go back to Dota because I believe Dota book two comes out. It's in a like it's, I want to say it's out now. Um, I remember I got an alert from Google saying uh, new episodes of Dota, uh, Dragon's Blood, new episode today. Yeah, I believe it is. So maybe like yeah, today or maybe tomorrow or something. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's fine because we've got we've got a full plate until uh, we decide to get back to it. Oh wait, Chris. Apparently, oh. got pushed back to the 18th of January, so we got time. What? Oh, per perfect. Even better. Even better. All right. But, but, yeah, so Parasite will be our next show that we cover. Um, and mm -hmm. then, Chris, you had, you came up with some ideas. You know, since it's a new year, you wanted to, you know, spice up the podcast a little bit. Um, yeah. I'll let you take the wheel here. Yeah, so, you know, I kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, I, you know... New Year's, everybody likes to do resolutions. They like to, you know, new year, new me, and all that jazz. Well, you know, I've really been enjoying doing this podcast. Um, and it's it's rekindled, a line, which I've said before, that it's rekindled a love in anime that I, you know, that I forgot that I had. Not to mention, too, it's some of the best storytelling out there right now. Um, you know, me and my wife are big movie and TV folks. And the fact that I'm getting some of the best storytelling out of anime is really showing me that how this medium is, I mean, it's not only is it going strong, I feel like it's more popular than it's ever been. It used to be like what the weird kids liked, but now it's like, oh, fuck, everybody loves, you know, Naruto or everybody loves My Hero, you know, whatever. You know, everybody, there's, anime is, has become for everybody. But I said all that to say this. You know, I want to I want to start taking this cast a little more uh, when I say seriously, stuff that we, we clearly take it seriously. We don't miss a week. We you know, we're all over it. But I want to I want to see what else we can do with it. I want to, you know, see what we can do to take it to the next level. Not that I'm looking to I don't want to monetize, which would be cool if, if that happens eventually. But I just want to be more present for it, you know, be more involved in the research and things like that, where as opposed to just. Not necessarily flying by the seat of my pants, but, you know, just watching it, thinking about it, and then just moving on. What I, what I want to take it, you know, slightly more seriously, um, but also, too, what am I trying to say? Open, I guess, I guess kind of open up my, um, 
I guess um, just broaden my horizons. Um, you know, give give animes that I wouldn't have given a previous thought to. You know, really giving things a fair shake. And of course, that comes back again to Demon Slayer. Um, you know, finding that you know after trying multiple times, it's become one of my favorite shows. Like I've become obsessed with it, and I don't want to miss the boat on more animes. I I want to I want to look at things through a different lens. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I think a good way to look at it is like I remember when we first started the podcast, you were very like not slice of life. Uh, yes. Far, when it comes to like anime. Um, I know you love your chick flicks, Chris. No big deal there. Uh, Clearly. <laughs> um, but like, look at Silent Voice. That's become like one of your favorite animated films of all time. Oh, it was like, amazing. That yeah, Silent Voice was great, and also Your Name. Both of those were great movies, and those were movies that I would not have given a second thought to. And I want to approach shows now with a more positive mindset. I don't want to go into something hating it unless it's already something that we've established sucks. Like the later seasons of seven deadly sins. I knew what I, I knew what we were getting into. Um, you know what I mean? So I, I want to, if it's something that wins, like, you know, parasite parasite, something that I probably on my own accord would not have watched. And now I'm excited to watch it and really in, invest in these characters and just really, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm looking for something to like in every anime that I'm watching. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. And uh, with all that being said, Chris, we uh, we do we want to start with the 2022 anticipated list, or do we want to talk about our, our anime resolutions for this year? Well, let's talk anime resolutions. Um, for me specifically, uh, I kind of I kind of danced around it, but for me, it's to give more anime an honest look. Okay. Um, and genuinely find the positives, and you know, I also want to read more manga. Like I, I have the Viz. I've had the Viz app for years, and I was like, "Why is this not on my phone? I can just stop taking a shit." Well, let me just read a fucking chapter of Demon Slayer. Let me read a chapter of this. Oh yeah, I forgot. I was reading My Hero Academia. So like, you know, I, I want to just get more involved in the medium. Yeah, I think that's that's, Tell a, me about you. that's a great one. I think what I want to do is I want to get caught up on everything that I'm behind on, like. Dude, no, that's I, also very fair. Now, whether it's on the cast or not, like, uh, like I'm so far behind on Boruto, which is like the follow-up to Naruto, if you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so far behind on that. I want to be caught up on, like, Demon Slayer. I want to be caught up on these big names like Jujutsu Kaisen. Mm-hmm. Um, like, obviously, I'm caught up on My Hero and Attack on Titan, but there's so much more coming down the pipe that I just, I've never even, like, given the time of day or two. Kind of like you mentioned, um, like, I know a lot of people like Haikyuu and, like, the new the new retelling of Fruits Basket and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, I just want to be caught up so, like, when I'm involved in the conversation, I actually have, like, you know, a speaking point other than, hey, guys, yeah, please don't say a spoiler because I haven't caught up or I haven't, you know, I haven't yeah. watched that or I haven't seen this yet or, like... Because I hate having those anime conversations where, like, like, two of your buddies are talking about it, but you, like, have to be, like, you know, like, plug your ears real quick, like... <laughs> yeah, or you have to, like... I don't want to say pretend you know what they're talking about, but just kind of feel like you're just kind of third wheel in it because you're like, I want to watch this show and I don't want to hear you guys talk about it. So can you please change the subject? Yeah. And especially with like social media, like Twitter mm-hmm. is like, I hardly check our Twitter. Like I put the mm-hmm. poll up and then I run away from that Twitter account because 
I follow like Viz Media and and like on our on yeah. our account we I have like Crunchyroll and Anime News and all this stuff and like I'm getting spoiled Spoilers for shows like there. I don't even know like anything about them but like I know a key character dies perfect example um we already said spoiler alert earlier but like Rengoku uh-huh. dying I knew there was a death in Demon Slayer like before we had even started watching the show to begin with I knew that this oh, character man. died um. Thanks, Twitter. Uh, we appreciate you. <laughs> but uh, just I just want to be, you know, caught up at least enough to where like I'm caught up with the anime. I'm not a big manga yeah. reader anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Used to be, but I just like animation so much more. Um, yeah, no, I just that's want, fair. I just want to get caught up on the big like shows, like the Jujutsu Kaisen's, Demon Slayer. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole nine with that. Um, that that's probably my only like big resolution I want to have this year. Yeah, absolutely, and I think, and I think what's what's happening here, like I said before, um, I've become such a fan of the storytelling more so now because that's I, I'm appreciating a well told story with well told characters. Like that's all I want. That's all I want anymore. I just want something that's going to hook me, and then like it's like Tony, imagine getting on your favorite roller coaster. You're standing in line. You're anticipating. You get your strap in, and then you go, and then you're dropped off, and you're just like. Wow, what a ride! That's what I'm looking for. Or even if it's something I watch, it's like ah, I, I wish there was another loop in there, or I wish we'd gone upside down one more. You know what I mean? Like I, I want. That's where I'm at. And that you know, it's, and the, what I like about the manga is, you know, some people will sit there and play games on their phone. Like I'll, if I'm bored, I'll just pull it up and just start reading. And then it's like, oh, I gotta go do something now. I'll just you know close the app and pick it right back up when I'm you know whenever I get back to it. Yeah, so just, just slap a virtual bookmark in there and you'll come back to it. Exactly. And it's actually, I got you, game. Yeah, and actually, speaking of manga, I do want to or manga, however you, however it's pronounced, I do want to read, um, mm-hmm. Promise Neverland this year. I will do that. That'll be another. Yeah, thing I, I, I want to do the same. I know we mentioned it in the in the season two episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll de- I definitely want to check that out at the very least when it comes to manga. Um, but yeah, that's all for our 2022 resolutions. Now, Chris, let's talk about our 2022 anticipated anime coming down the pipe. Holy there's shit! There's so much coming out. Yeah, there's so much on the way. Um, I'll I'll let you go first here. Well, so the big ones for me, um, and I'll save the one that I'm most excited for for last. Obviously, uh, the second half of the final season of Attack on Titan, super, super huge. Um, the new Dragon Ball Super movie, I'm very, very excited about. Um, there's one you were telling me about. It's a horror anime. Uzumaki or something. I don't know. I'm probably saying that name very, very wrong. Oh, Uzumaki. Um, Uzumaki. I was close. Holy shit. It's I was actually, very close. actually the same last name of naruto from naruto um oh only different story it's from junji ito um okay basically he's like a he's the the horror person in when it comes to anime and manga he is like he's looking for a scary anime like that's where you go to um cool and, and i love horror and it's also one that i keep seeing pop up that people that has a buzz around it so i'm really excited about that um but for me though the big one the big one is spriggan um spriggan i i hope i assume it's going to follow the same character omenai you um and just the spriggan organization um if you've never seen i want to say it's from 2000 or 2001 
Um, it's not just one of my favorite anime movies, Cody. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is insanely good. And I don't know if this spring coming up is a series or a movie. Um, I hope it's a series because I want more. Yeah, I believe you mentioned it on, I want to say we nominated it for a poll. Um, yeah, the, I got we nominated a, the movie for a poll, absolutely. I got, I got a little synopsis here, just the two sentences. Um, but okay. Friggin', this is an anime based off of the manga Spriggan by Hiroshi Takashige and Ryoji uh-huh. Minagawa. I think I killed those names, by the way. Oh, hey, well that. done. I'm actually proud of myself on that one. All right, uh, I probably butchered the Crown so. Royal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Netflix describes the series as follows. An ancient alien civilization's relics on Earth hold dangerous powers. The uh, mm-hmm. Arkham Corporation... Corpora- Arkham, yeah. Arkham Corporation's yep. uh, Spriggan agents must keep them out of the wrong hands. Uh, Spriggan yep. was originally set to release on Netflix in 2021, but it was delayed to 2022. That's all I got on it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Because um, I was going to say, like, and what I like about the movie is, like, America are the bad guys. I love that. <laughs> like we're we're the villains. We're the ones trying to secure that power for ourselves. And like the rest of the world is like, nah, dog, you, you, we can't let you have that. So it's really, really cool. It's a, it's a really good movie. Yeah, and there was just one. I think you said there was one movie yeah. back in the day. Yep, just the one movie, and it's. Uh, I want to say it was like a two-hour movie. It was very, very good. That might just be one we have to just throw on some polls and make sure. Oh you, man, that absolutely. Way we can get, get through that. Um, Big time. Yeah, as far as anticipated anime for me goes, um, obviously the big one for me is uh, Attack on Titan, like you mentioned, the final mm-hmm. season. Uh, I would also love to cover Attack on Titan eventually on the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Probably we'll start nominating it this year. Um, it's one of those ones where it's like Demon Slayer, like we're going to throw it on a pole, it's going to win. Um, yeah. It's one of the, unfortunately, like that's just the case when it comes to these bigger name animes. Um, yeah. but, but that's definitely the one I'm looking forward to the most. I, I'm one of like the 2% of people that didn't read ahead in the manga. I just stopped at the anime, and I'm dodging spoilers like, like it's nobody's business. Um, yeah, excited for that. Really excited for the Thousand Year Blood War from Bleach. Oh yeah, uh, Bleach, that's right. I've watched that trailer about a billion times. Uh, looking forward to that. That's not coming until October 2022, so it's still a ways away. Um... But as far as stuff that I haven't actually checked out yet, um, first things first, we'll talk about Chainsaw Man. I, I've been hearing a lot of buzz about this show. It seems like it's going to be like the next, you know, big like Jujutsu Kaisen, Demon Slayer kind of show, yeah. like an, and the next like new gen show that's going to be like going to take over the world practically. Um, yeah. I, it what, for what I've seen from the images, it doesn't interest me at all. It looks like something. It, it honestly looks stupid to me. Um, it looks a little out there, but again, I'm not going to break my resolution. I'm going to I'm going to approach it with an open mind. Yeah, I think that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, because like I just I don't know what what I'm supposed to be expecting here. Um, yeah, just same. Like, I have no fucking clue. It just looks <laughs> it like, like a, a fever dream, dude. It is a fever dream. Like that's the shit you you see and you wake up in a cold sweat. Like oh, thank God I'm still alive. Yeah, like the images I've seen, it just looks like. People with power tools attached to their body are just fighting. Like I'm just like, like I I don't know what's happening. Um, but obviously I'm also excited about the Dragon Ball Super movie. Um, mm-hmm. I'm here for the home improvement anime. If it's any, if it's anything like home improvement, I'm in the home improvement. And then I'm trying to remember the name of the 
anime. Let me see if I can find it. Made, it was the one I mentioned. It actually came out this October, I believe. Uh-huh. Um, but it's the one made by the creators of Death Note. Oh, yeah, you've mentioned that one before. I, I don't know anything about it. No, nothing about it other than what you've told me. Platinum End is the name of it. Um, okay. So it's made by the same two manga creators that made Death Note. And uh-huh. um, I know it's it's not finished dubbing yet. I know it's on Funimation. Um, but once that dub okay. finishes, I'll probably start nominating it. Oh, yeah, it is on Funimation. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, man, yeah. now that you have Funimation, yeah. that, the door is open. And the thing and I love... It's wide open. I'll go on a little tangent of... You know, I'm I'm usually pretty harsh on Funimation, uh, the app. Um, but one thing that they get right is they always have like the OVAs. They have the TV specials. Like you can watch stuff that you can't find anywhere else. Well, dude, um, that's why when I saw they had Record of Lotus War on there, when I saw the okay, I was like, they've got Record of Lotus War. They have the OVA on there, and then I scrolled down and I saw that they had Chronicles of the Heroic Night, and I was like, holy shit, because that that because. Record of Lotus War, that's another one that's one of my all-time favorites, but I saw Chronicles of the Heroic Knight before I saw, like, the main Record of Lotus War story. And okay. the opening, the opening for Chronicles of the Heroic Knight is probably my all-time favorite anime opening. Ooh. Even more than Evangelion. Because I don't know what it is, there's just something about, like, it just invokes that, like, you know you're in for, like, a high fantasy fucking adventure and it's so perfect love to hear that yeah funimation man yeah. it's just a there's just a well of anime in there like there's just so much yeah. um so i'm glad to hear that you've you've you bit the bullet you hopped onto the the funimation train uh and it looks like also we talked about junji ito and uzumaki it looks like that'll be coming out in october oh. of 2022 as well so okay really looking to the fall 2022 season for me personally uh, a lot, of, a lot of good mm-hmm. stuff there, but there's still plenty of, plenty more on the way. Um, no, absolutely. As I, I'm scrolling through this list, there's just so much that I haven't even it's, like. It's almost too much. How are you going to get caught up when all this new stuff is coming out? Well, Chris, fortunately, we have an anime podcast, and we're going to crank out as much as we can here throughout 2022. Um, Beautiful. But with all that being said, Chris, we're almost 40 minutes in. I think it's time to talk about some Mugen Train. Yeah, I was just say I heard the train, the Funimation train segue you did there. Let's, uh, yeah, let's do, let's let's dive in. I'm ready. So, um, I almost said My Hero Academia. I got it on the brain. So, Demon Slayer, um, you can train. Let's, uh, I mean, obviously this is the first, uh, theatrical release. I wonder if they plan on doing another arc in theaters. That's some some food for thought. Um, but let's talk about it. Let's do a quick little tale of the tape here. It, you know, directed by you know series director Haru uh, Sadozaki, written by UFO Table, uh, released in Japan on October sixteenth of two thousand twenty, and April twenty third of twenty twenty one. I want to say in the United States and Canada. Um, so Cody, we've talked about this before. This movie made fucking Matrix money in the theaters. Just. I think it outperformed anybody's wildest imagination. Um, in the middle of a and, pandemic, too. Like, like yes, like the very we're like, talking like peak pandemic. Yeah. And not only that, like, so this this arc was specifically chosen uh, to be a full length movie just because of the pacing and how long it was. They felt that this was the perfect arc to release in the theaters. Um, and, well, they fucking nailed it because, well, Cody, um, 
as of May of 2021, it was the highest grossing film of 2020, making $503 million. Cody, that's a lot of money, pandemic or not. And the reason I say that, I was, I was going down that rabbit hole. It, not only was it the highest grossing film of 2020, it's number 219 on the list of all-time worldwide box office tape. 219 of all the movies cody you're i'm almost 40 i've watched more than 219 movies in theaters (laughs) the fact that this anime movie is sitting pretty like that during a pandemic no less where cody theaters were closed there were theaters that were closed still or ones that were operating at minimal capacities domestically and i would imagine even foreign chris i feel like Theaters opened back up when this movie came out. Like, I don't even remember yeah. another big release. Like, yeah, they would have I been like either. straight uh, to DVD movies that were getting put in theaters because no one could go. Dude, absolutely. Well, and that was uh, that's. Uh, I'm glad you said it like that too, Cody, because a lot of movies that came out in 2020 and 2021 were also sharing that space with like uh like like on Disney Plus how you could pay 20 bucks to get Black Widow and Shang Chi the same day it came out in theaters or if you had hbo max right right like things like that whereas this didn't have that though there was like one day i want to say like the weekend or the next weekend that it was out it was on the playstation store for like an hour like they fucked up and it ended up on the playstation store to buy for like an hour oh really then it was quickly taken down yeah um, so some other fun stats about this, Cody. So that year, the, the last year when it came out, uh, the number one box office movie at the time was the new Mortal Kombat movie, which, by the way, quick tangent, that movie was the worst fucking movie I have ever seen in my life. Oh, oh my God, it was bad. We could, Holy shit. We could talk about that until I'm blue in the face. Um, God, it, it was awful. It was good for about five minutes. Yes, absolutely. And obviously, we're big, that, we're big fighting game guys. We love Mortal Kombat. Um, but yes, not, not but oh that, my god, that I wanted that movie to, I wanted that movie to end so bad. Um, but it overtook that movie, which I mean, obviously, not really much competition there. But it was the first. I, I guess what I'm saying is, Demon Train was the first anime movie to be number one at the domestic box office. I'm talking United States since the Pokemon first movie in 1999. Man, Chris, I remember going to see that when I was a kid. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Dude, I still have the soundtrack somewhere. I still have that CD somewhere. I got my um, I got my ancient Mew card somewhere around here. I got got it all. Right. Dude, I remember Pokemon movie was something special. Um but to right. even be in the same, you know, conversation as something like that is just huge. Like yeah, the, that's Demon's an elite Slayer, company. I mean, we're talking this is like the, the Titanic, the the Avengers of, you know, animated films pretty much. Well, it is, because also, too, Cody, it's the most attended Japanese film of all time. That's of just, all time. That's probably, like, one of the most wild stats. Like, the most Dude, attended nuts. in the pandemic. Like, this came out, what, October 2020? Yeah, October of 2020 in Japan. So, that's just, like, there, and there are a lot more, like, especially if you watch the Olympics, they are so stringent over there about 
it's like, oh, you're outside in the pandemic. I need you to follow this path from your job to your house. Oh, you're visiting. Like I said, when the Olympics were there, they were like, you need to go to the training facility, back to your lodging, to the arena, back to like, I need you to walk on this triangle and that's it. So the fact that this movie, that people were going to see this movie in the middle of a pandemic was just, it, it blows my mind how well this did. Yeah, like Japan doesn't have a Florida, right? Like nobody in Japan's acting fucking wild. There is no panhandle in Japan. Yeah, like Japan, they know what they're doing. They're smart. Uh, very That's right. Very clean people. We have a Florida. We have Texas. Uh, shout out to all our, oh, our Florida and Texas listeners that are. That are you fucking know? Oh, they're grumpy right I'm now. Not wrong. I got family in Florida. Don't worry, I can make fun of them. Uh, That's right, exactly. I do too, and we fucking know. Like we're, we, 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 we're not lying. Um, but not just that, Cody. So you know, I was digging through some more stats. So it was also the first anime movie to earn thirty billion yen since Spirited Away. And you know, obviously, when you start you start getting into company of like Miyazaki movies, like that's that's elite company, just like you know Pokemon. So you know, you're you're friend, um, you know. Spirited Away won an Academy Award, which that don't mean shit because so many things get snubbed, like fucking Demon Slayer, by the way. Didn't even get nominated for Best Animated Movie that year, uh, which was bullshit, which I guess, but also to, I guess, commercial success does not always equate to, you know, being you know recognized by your peers, which is pretty standard for the fucking Academy Awards. If it was some artsy fartsy movie that five people saw, it would have been nominated. Yeah, fuck the Academy Awards. Um, I agree. Um, they, they, you know they they've been snubbing everybody. Uh, Leo right. Leo should have won for Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, <laughs> right, Leo. Um, but also a couple more fun stats here. So I was looking. I was going down there. This movie was rated R in theaters, which I, I kind of get, but at the same time I don't. Um, I, I I could I could see a hard PG thirteen at best. Um, it's number eight all time. R-rated movies in theaters, like box office take, number eight of all all time. So, so just a a brief tangent here. What's what's like number mm-hmm. one when it comes to like rated R? Movies? Oh, I didn't even look. I, oh, I was just going down the list until I because I saw like the list and you know Demon Slayer was rated R. I just went. I was not going far before I saw. Yeah, I, I want to say like Terminator Two is on there. I'm gonna pull it up while Which you're while you're sense. going. I'm gonna look. Yeah. It up. It looks like uh, actually yeah. Joker is number one. Okay. Okay. That, that, okay. Joker. Yeah. That's another one. Yeah. That's top there. But yeah, the fact that Demon Slayer is number eight on that list worldwide is huge. Um, and then also, too, Cody, the, the, the money train did not stop there. Um, when the movie was released for home, it sold like a million units in the first three days. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm looking at some so, of these numbers. And I mean, it's fucking, when it, when it, it comes, made Matrix money. This yeah, movie it, was insane. When it comes to rated R, like just films in general, mm-hmm. I don't know what you know where this date that I'm looking at uh, cuts off at, but it looks like it would mm-hmm. on this list. It's number seventeen. But I mean, it's up here with mm-hmm. like Saving Private Ryan, Joker, Deadpool one and two, yeah. it, um, mm-hmm. Logan, Passion of the Christ. Fifty Shades of Grey, like American Sniper. These are like mega hits. Um, right. And the fact that lowly old Demon Slayer is up there in that kind of company, which and not to mention, Cody, all those movies you just named weren't fucking released in the middle of a pandemic. Chris, this is above like 
Matrix Gladiator 300. Yeah, this movie made fucking Matrix money. It's insane. And it continues to make money. It's, Chris, it is above Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> fucking wild, isn't it? Um, Like, I'm just looking through this list, and I'm just like, yep, saw that, saw that, saw that. Like, speed. I mean, yeah. Dude, there's so many movies um, that I'm just like, wow, that did better than that. Lethal Weapon 3! So, like, come on. No, not the Rene Russo classic. The Wolf of Wall Street is under Demon Slayer, by the way. Just to... Dude, see? And that's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's like you, I was I was going down these lists, and I was mind-blown. And, Cody, I guess I said all that to say this. My biggest regret of 2021 is not going to see this in theaters. And I, I, I kind of wanted to, just because even when I wasn't into it and I wasn't giving it the fair shake, I still knew it was beautiful to look at. And anime in a theater on a big screen is just an experience to take in. Like, even though I didn't care for the most recent My Hero Academia movie, it was still beautiful to watch on a big screen. Like, you're still, it, it's like, it's like pizza, right? Even bad pizza is still fucking pizza. So even bad anime in the movie, at the movies in the theater is still anime in the theater. So it's going to, your, your eyes are not going to be disappointed. Yeah. Like when I, when so, I, I go see movies all the time. Um, yeah, I do too. And like, you know, there's been plenty of movies I've fallen asleep during. When it's an animated film, though, I am I am mm-hmm. wide wide eyed, wide awake, like not missing a beat. Um, yeah, yeah, I definitely do wish I would have saw this in theaters. Um, but like yeah, you said, my we biggest were, misplay of 2021. Yeah, we were just we were just behind the times. You know, we hadn't gotten caught up on everything. We were just starting our podcast. You know, we we didn't know. We 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 heard our friends talking about it, but we were we were way too far behind. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and dive right in, Cody. Now that we've just uh, you know really slopped this movie's knob for the last you know twenty minutes, just talking about the numbers <laughs> it's put up, and it fucking delivers. It it, it wasn't a fluke. Those it, the movie really really delivers on all fronts. Um, now we open up with a with a pretty um, it, it's a it's I mean bright colorful scene, but it has a very ominous tone to it. Like we're really setting the tone for this movie. Um, it's our it's our uh, master um, basically walking through a massive cemetery, just rattling off names. And these are these are members of the core, I guess, or he calls them his children that have died. So. They're already thinking, okay, we've we've lost a lot of people fighting the good fight against demons. And you know, and he mentions that, you know, there's so many people out in the field that are, you know, fighting these demons every day, and you know, one day he'll join his children, you know. So the the movie sets with a pretty ominous tone right out of the gates. Yeah, this definitely had me worried. Uh, I was like, there's like I already knew there was going to be a death in this movie, but this definitely like if you if you weren't aware, like just buckle up, pretty much. Yeah, and then we we oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah, I was gonna say because then it just kind of drops us right back in, right where season one left off. Um, the kids are at the train station, and what I like about this opening scene, this kind of continuation where the kids board the board the train. Of course, by kids, I'm talking Inosuke, Zenetsu. Uh, and uh, Tanjiro, and obviously with Nezuko in tow. Um, I like that this beginning sequence when they board the train, if you weren't averse 
in these characters or if you did like these characters like i i was looking at this movie from a lot of different perspectives like we kind of get to see the characters personalities right off the bat it's almost like they go out of their way to let the characters kind of shine a little bit here through the things they say the way they act like like inosuke is just fucking just a goober just the fact that he's inside this train which he thinks is a living animal which ironically turns out to be correct you know really depending on how you look at it and technically correct cody is the best kind of correct <laughs> and uh you know you get to see tanjiro kind of this big brother just always the dudley do right and zanetsu just just a, just a pussy just uh just bitching moaning whining just just he, he's like you ever watch south park cody with kyle's cousin kyle oh yeah that's that's zanetsu that is literally <laughs> him to a fucking t um, yeah, they do a really solid job of like for people that didn't see the show and they just came to see the movie. Um, like, yeah, you kind of figure out who these characters are. You see, like Tanjiro helping with like the old lady's luggage, putting it up top on the okay. rack. Um, like you said, Zenitsu or uh, Inosuke just being a total goober and uh, uh, Zenitsu crying. The window. Yeah, Zenitsu yeah. just crying per usual. I mean, yeah. afraid then, of literally um, everything. <laughs> Uh, just the fucking just afraid of the sun this guy's afraid of everything and it's a shame it's a shame because i like his character he's growing on me but i wish he had more balance um so then from there cody we're we're reintroduced to a character we saw briefly in season one uh, the last time we saw him in season one was when he was getting his orders to go um to go I guess fight the demon that it, whatever is on the, whatever is causing trouble on this train, he was dispatched to go there. And of course I'm talking about one of the nine Hashira, the fire Hashira, the flame, sorry, the flame Hashira. Let me get that right. You got to get that right. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Boy, people are cutting this podcast off now. Um, the flame Hashira, uh, Rengoku. I I don't even want to butcher his first name. It's like Kojiro Rengoku or something like that. Um, um, I, I forgot a syllable, but still. So we're introduced to him, and he uh, you you hear him before you see him. He's just saying, if you watch it in English, he's saying tasty. If you watch it in Japanese, he's saying umai, which is delicious. Just just crushing these boxes of bento. Just just every bite he takes, he's just like tasty, tasty. It's just 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 nonstop. Now that kind of doesn't make much sense, but when you watch the the arc separated for tv where he gets all that bento from is that actually that scene makes more sense when you watch the arc through its television through its television pacing versus oh, okay. on a movie okay yeah. yeah that definitely gives me some some more to look forward to like the, it's not just going to be like a retelling of the movie there's some more like some added scenes and things like yes that. yeah that gives, so, that gives me I, some stuff to look forward to for season two or, or like yeah, the movie train cover. arc yeah and we'll cover because the the movie is a little bit more condensed. The uh, the the TV version actually has a full episode, a full Rengoku episode. Um, yeah, I'm really looking so forward I, to that I, one. I'm gonna have to watch it again because I felt like there was an in, some inconsistencies there. But we'll we'll get back to that. Um, so yeah, so basically, you know, the kids catch up to him. They all sit down together. He, you know, he he knows who they are. He asks why they're there. They said, "Hey, well, we're we're here to join you on this mission." Um, and kind of right here, um, one of the big things we see is while you know the train's going, they Rengoku and um, Tanjiro have you know Tanjiro starts asking him some questions about his father, about about Tanjiro's own father, and of course Rengoku again he he's very to me he's very much like Mirio, like his answers are kind of I don't know 
almost whimsical, like he's kind of half paying attention to you, but at least that's what you think, but he's really paying attention to every word that you're saying. Um, and what I really like that we get here, and I can't remember if we got this before in the series, uh, while they're talking, you know, he says he's never heard of this dance that his father does, but he's like, you know, that's commendable that you're that he did that, commendable that you're doing it, never heard of it, whatever. But he also gives like a breakdown of the different breathing techniques, which I really liked here, and how certain ones are offshoots of the main ones. Um, and again, Cody, you refresh my memory. I don't think we have seen that until now, that kind of explanation breakdown. Yeah, I don't think we have, and it's something that I, you know, maybe, maybe, uh, what's the old man's name? Damn it, Chris. Uh, Urokodaki? Urokodaki, yeah. Maybe he had yeah. a little breakdown of it, um, but nothing like this. This is, like, drawn out, like, here's fire, water, wind, earth, all all these elements and all these things, and then you see, like, like, the, 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 like the poison is one of like the the wind or the water ones, and then you hear about like the mist is from the wind, which I know there's yep. like a there's the mist Hashira guy, um there's yep. the sound guy which is based off of the earth, uh like we get like a full breakdown of like the main elements and, and then like their sub elements. Love comes from fire. I remember seeing that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool, and it kind of it, it kind of explains the techniques a little bit. I thought that, again that was one of my favorite parts. I was like, oh, I've been waiting, you know, twenty some episodes for them to kind of explain where all that comes from. Um, and then Cody, this section right here is where the bulk of my gripes are. I thought this part was this the next part coming up was a little confusing because we got the conductor coming through, punching everybody's tickets. Um, looking like a zombie, you know. <laughs> yeah, so you're like, okay, well, he, this guy's clearly the demon or working for the demon. And then, like, I feel like this next part is an excuse to for us to see Rengoku just use some of his techniques. But then, like, they go into other cars. Um, but then, it, and, and Rengoku kills a couple of demons, and then the kids are like, oh, you're so cool, we'll study under you, big bro, you know, like, they're real goofy looking, and, but it's like, then the next scene, they're back in their seats asleep, so I don't know if this was a dream, or if this really happened, because really, this whole next part coming up is the dream sequence part, where... Um, the demon that is, that's basically the, the villain on the train here is the last of the lower six Kitsuki, the one that, the one that survived and got the blood from, uh, from master, uh, Muzan, Muzan. Yeah. Muzan Kibutsuji. Muzan. Yeah. Muzan. Um, but this demon has also enlisted the help of some, I guess, some, some po poverty stricken children to, I guess, with, with the promise, you know, basically is enlisted them with the promise of a long sleep for them if they help, you know, help allow him to eat everybody on this train, which is what demons do. Um, so, Cody, again, that initial part with Rengoku, I don't know if that was a dream, especially because, like, it, 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 the way it started seemed like it was actually happening, but then, like, the way that sequence ended, I was like, okay, is he just dreaming this? I feel like it wasn't a dream, because I remember, like, then it, like, they have, like, a scene change moment where, like, the light flickers and then goes black, and that seems like a scene change. And then it seems like like we're just skipping past them walking back to their, you know? Um, right, and, and the reason I asked that is because 
you know, to jump ahead real quick, when the demon, you know, is spending their 30 minutes explaining their plan, they mention that their blood was mixed with the ink on the ticket and that caused them to fall asleep. And the tickets got punched before all that happened. So mm, was yeah. that just the beginning of it? And then the, and the reason I asked that is because the next sequence is the kids have now put them into a deeper sleep. So I don't know if they were asleep and that was just Rengoku having a dream. You know, because I, again, I, I was really confused on this part. And even after watching it a couple of times, I'm still kind of confused whether that was real or if that was a dream. Because then we the kid the the, the our, our heroes here get thrust into a deeper sleep. And you had mentioned before we started recording, Cody, that you fucking hate dream sequences because Sopranos kind of ruined that for you. Yeah, Chris, I, it, it's right up there with like the Groundhog Day element. Um, they're two yeah. of my least favorite things that they do in television. Um, like like you mentioned, Sopranos. Um, I'm gonna do a brief little tangent about Sopranos. So if you haven't seen season one of Sopranos, I'm gonna spoil. One death. Well, it's like a 30-fucking-year-old show, so... Yeah, I'm going to spoil one death that everybody knows about, and that's, uh, you know, nice nice character name here. His name is Big Pussy. Um, yes. But, it's really, dream sequence Not got... the face. Yeah. Um, let's just... Basically, Tony Soprano has multiple dream sequences throughout the series of The Sopranos. Um, mm-hmm. And, basically, this guy is, you know, he's working behind their back um, of the family. And Tony basically finds out, he, he like, they know somebody's double-crossed him, right? And he finds oh. out in a dream sequence through a talking fish at a fish market that that's who's betrayed them, is Big Pussy. And then he goes to Big Pussy's house, finds, like, uh, like a tape recorder in his cigar box, and then finds out that it was him that that is betraying them. Um, but just, like, from that moment on, I've hated dream sequences and everything I've seen. Mm-hmm. Um... Although I do, I will say that like Tanjiro's dream sequence, it seems like it was it's awesome. It seems like it's the only one that they gave a shit about. Like, like we, I, maybe Rengoku's to an extent because it gives him some. Oh yeah, it yeah. gives him a little bit of backstory and a little bit of character development, which is fine because I'm glad we get to know him a little bit before. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but Tanjiro's was great. Yeah, Tanjiro's and, Rego- and Rengoku's, um, Inosuke's and Zenitsu's. You, you didn't even have to show me. I could have told you what God. they were. Before I and, saw and, and we talked about this. I think this dream sequence for Inosuke was a missed opportunity to maybe give him a give us a little bit of insight into his character. Um, maybe maybe there's somebody he misses. Maybe he had some trauma growing. I you know, give us give us something instead. Nope, he's part of the. He's leading the cave survey team with the fucking with you know, the cave that the fucking train creature lives in. Like he's literally dreaming about that that train being an actual critter and he's scouring the caves to kill it. Yeah, I, pra- and like, I practically had to like hit myself in the head to get my eyes to roll back to like normal. Like I was God. just like, I don't care. Um, and it was fine. It was a fine little comical moment, you know, underling one and underling two. Um, and obviously Zanetsu is just like, Oh, he's having a happy frolic through the peach gardens with, uh, with uh, Netsuko. Yeah. Um, but yeah, ba- pretty much our villain here. Um, is Gengar like very like Gengar? Like if you if you're a Pokemon fan, like all of these abilities are like used hypnosis, used Dream Eater. Like these are just Gengar abilities. It's super effective. Yeah, like. Um, but and this is I think we get a, a big. 
the big thing I hate about this villain is they talk too much. There, this villain has way too much exposition, and it's uh, I need to watch it in subtitles because I did not care for the English voice actor. It was just oh, so breathy and bleh, 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 bleh. This villain, um, like you can tell, I didn't like that you can tell that this villain is not going to pose any threat. Not I, like one like I wasn't even remotely bit. worried. Um, but like no, getting to see like Rengoku's like story. Or like a little bit of his mm-hmm. past, but like his father being like very like almost neglectful. Um, where Which, it, by the way, you get see you get to learn more about his father in the Rengoku episode uh, of the television arc. Yeah, and this teaches a little bit of it. Like he was like the mm-hmm. former uh, Flame Hashira, and then like we meet his little brother. I can't remember the little brother's name. Like Sujiko Su- 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 or something like that. It begins with an S. I remember that. But um, they, they all look alike. All the males in the family, they all look alike. Same bug eyes, same blonde, fire-esque looking hair. Um, but it seems like the dad kind of shut down after Ma, after the mother died. Giving uh, After the mother died, it seems like she died after the youngest son was born. Not giving birth because she was alive afterwards. But shortly thereafter, passed away. Okay, yeah. And that seemed to make Papa Bear just crumble, which I mean, that, that's we've seen that before in animes and TVs and movies, right? Where, you know, the, 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 the mother dies, the wife, the daughter, whatever, somebody dies and it just causes somebody so much grief that they shut off. Yeah. Which, you yeah. know, it, it, it makes sense, right? To, to an extent, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then Tanjiro's sequence was basically he, he's back in the mountains with his family. And I, I what I really liked about this is, you know, you you get you, we've we've learned at this point that Tanjiro has no ill will towards anybody. Like every demon he's killed, he, well, with the exception of Muzan, he he wants that motherfucker. He want he wants that guy's head. <laughs> um, but for the most part, he every almost every demon he's killed, he's like blessed their soul. He's eased their passing. Like he's just he doesn't want to kill. Like he's even said like even in his dream sequence, he was like. I didn't even want to pick up a sword. I wouldn't even have done that. I just like basically just wants to be back with his family. Um, but he has a moment in the dream where he realizes that he's dreaming. Like he sees his reflection in the water and his reflections like, wake up. You need to wake up. You really you know, like, and it start it starts to kind of pull him out of the dream. Um, but what's also happening, Cody is the kids that have been enlisted uh, by our demon villain have tied themselves to the um our to each of the heroes and what they're trying to do is like go we have like an inception thing here they're trying to go deeper put them deeper and go to like find their like their soul like their core mm-hmm. um and basically destroy it which should kill them uh we're, we're going around our elbow to get to our thumb here why not just well well they they do kind of mention that like even while they're asleep that you know Hashira can sense the presence of demons, um, which these kids are human. So that's why the demon just can't, while they're sleeping, just roll up to him and eat him, which we see because when uh, the, the girl that's tied to Rengoku, she gets close to stabbing his core. Rengoku just gets up and just fucking puts her in the chokehold. Yeah, I feel like, like just subconscious, like like his veins popping out of his hand. Like I thought he was going to pop her head like a fucking tick. Oh yeah, he grabs her like like it's not like Undertaker like rising out of the like casket. Got you now. Yeah, that's right. And then of course, then we kind of shift gears. Like Rengoku isn't awake; he's just holding this girl, like choking her. Um, Yep. But uh, they forgot Cody. They didn't realize there's there's one more person uh, there with them. Our girl Nezuko. 
pops out of her box and try and you know kind of assesses the situation um tries to wake up tanjiro uh gives him gives him a headbutt which hurts her more than it hurts him yeah and then we kind of shift gears into tanjiro back to tanjiro's dream sequence mm-hmm. and we see this young boy like trying to find tanjiro's core which is like yeah when he gets to, like the area where it would be it's like you know blue skies and like so tranquil yeah it's like super pure and tranquil and he's like almost astonished by that yeah which you feel bad for this kid because you find out like because i guess what happens here is uh nezuko is actually able to she she uses her blood demon art to burn the rope that's on that's attached to tanjiro so he's able to wake up um to, he has to work his way through his dream a little bit more but he is he's becoming aware that he's dreaming and he knows this isn't right whatever where he's at is not right it's not true and he's able to you know wake up um yeah with with some help like he hears his father's voice in his head and then he like he basically yeah. like cuts his cuts his neck to mm-hmm. cause himself to wake up uh which is kind of yeah, interesting by the way no go ahead he he does this for like 28 more times throughout this film but uh yeah which i which uh, leads to one of the other few gripes that i have but this is the episode that kind of makes me realize you know they're talking about his father doing this dance i'm pretty certain his father was like a this is the anime trope coming in his father was probably somebody super super powerful knew the most powerful breathing technique and you know gave that all up to have kids or live in the mountains or some shit you know something something happened but you know, his father is a bigger piece of this, which they've kind of given us some small breadcrumbs to make us think that. But this was like, okay, his father's definitely like a super important character. Yeah, we've gotten some breadcrumbs, you know, talking about the the earrings mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, you know, there's something more to it. They're just they're just leaving us a little breadcrumb trail, like you mentioned. Um, but now with yep. Tanjiro being awake, he it's time for him to go after this uh, to go after Gengar, our our demon villain yep. lady. I think it's a- that's right. Which, but also too, he ends up knocking out all the kids because, like, they, they, the kids try to kill him, and they're like, you know, we we need to kill you so we can go to sleep. And you know, the one kid that's with him has tuberculosis, and he they just like, you know, he doesn't want to feel this pain from his illness anymore. But you know, the reason he doesn't do anything to Tanjiro is he saw how like pure and just how tranquil his soul is, and it's just like I don't know, like it it kind of changed his mindset about the whole thing. Chris, I may be a bad person. Okay. Uh-huh. When that kid said he had tuberculosis, I literally laughed out loud. Like, oh, you terrible! I, I, I literally, terrible. and I have COVID right now. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I laughed out loud. I was like, "That's the, the issue." Like, they're like, oh, "We can't have good dreams," and and Timmy over there has tuberculosis, and dude, I was like, oh, "Man, well, I mean, this this is, this is like 1901, man. Tuberculosis was was the fucking widow maker." Chris, I was cracking up. Um, oh man! <laughs> but yeah. Um, but anyhow, then uh, let's see. So, well, we, we, Tanjiro is now on. You know, he basically tasks Nezuko with waking the rest of the gang up, mm-hmm. and Tanjiro goes outside the train and is now face to face with our demon. And I have a, a small gripe here, Cody, and, and maybe you can. Uh, well, obviously, the demon talks for fucking hours. Like, I hate. I hate long-winded exposition for no reason and one issue that i had here cody is the demon mentions muzan's name says master muzan do they have to say the whole name of muzan for the curse to take effect or 
See, I, does that matter? I can't remember. Did I, I also don't know if this demon's a he or a she. Um, not that it really matters. Um, but I I can't remember if it was them speaking in their head when they said it, uh-huh. or if they actually like said it out loud. Because I thought as soon as you yeah. mentioned his name, like you were. Right. That was the issue I had because, you know, they said, you know, maybe I'll be blessed, you know, because he realizes or the demon realizes that Tanjiro is the person like, oh, man, he's like, you know, like a moth to to the flame. You made you found your way to me. How, you know, how great is this that, you know, the person with the earrings, the person that Master Muyo, you know, and maybe if I kill you, Master Muzan will bless me with more of his blood. And I was like, wait a goddamn minute. You literally just said his name. That has been an issue literally from the start of this. So. Is it? But the the difference is, is the other ones have said the full name. Have said Muzan's full name. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what. I don't know what the prerequisites are. Um, yeah. So I'll let that go. Yeah, we'll I'll let that go. We'll let that slide. And of course, Tanjiro has this cool breathing technique moment where this character, mm-hmm. this villain, like cuts the head off. Um, of <laughs> but course. Before that, Tony, I have another gripe here. Oh. So, dude. yeah, the demon said. Like, how does the demon know? that Tanjiro is killing himself over and over again in there. Can the demon see inside the dreams and know what's going on? Because he has that, that monologue where like, oh, he's killing himself over and over again. That's how he's saving himself from my, you know, whatever. And it's like, how the fuck do you know that? I'm gonna, how do you know that? I'm going to go ahead and assume that, um, you know, just, I, I think I can look past that one. Because, I, I, because, like, if the demon could see what was happening in the dream, he would know that they're waking up. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm just overanalyzing it, but it's like, how the fuck do you know he's doing that? If you knew that's what was happening, you could have gone downstairs and like, oh, whoa, wait a goddamn minute. Or tell the kids, hey, fucking stab him now. He's waking up. That kind of thing. Well, I think it comes back to that where demon slayers can sense a demon even if they're sleeping or whatever. Yeah, like, and that's fair. I, I get it. But either way, our, well, yeah. boy, our boy Tanjiro, he nails... He, he cuts the head off this this demon, and of course, Tanjiro can't have any cool moments in this show. Um, they all, every demon he cuts the head off is just like, uh, actually, I yeah, have actually. this, uh, I have this effect where I don't this die. This is my final form. Yeah, you know, you did the thing, you did everything right, uh, and you're still yeah, wrong. Bravo. Uh, and then, Chris, we get like, I was like, okay, oh, so what's God. what's this new form gonna be? Please tell me it's something cool. And this is where my oh, gripes. Whole fucking train. This it's is where my gripes begin, train. Chris. It's just like Ivan Ooze from like the Power Rangers movie. Like, Dude, I just have. Which, to... by the way, Cody, keep that in mind when you watch the 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 Rengoku episode in the television arc. There's a huge inconsistency there, and may, again, I'll have to watch it again. But I feel like I missed something. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk about that next week. Okay. Or when, when we cover when we cover, when we cover the, the arc, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, she basically. Turns and the demon turns into this like ooze tentacle monster, which yeah, basically is fused with the train. Just another anime trope that I don't like. Anything with tentacles, I'm just like old eyes. Like you have no like. Let's just I just want to get to the villain because I know another villain's gonna show up. And and, like we're an hour into the movie at this point, like, and I don't care about this villain at all. Like it's probably like this villain. Like the beginning half of this movie is worse because of this villain and like dream sequences and i just the villain is the biggest letdown of the movie but now cody we're think business is starting to pick up because inosuke wakes up first and busts his way through the ceiling uh, of the train and 
basically, I, I, this is where like I love that told you so moment because Tanjiro's like uh, the, the demons fused himself with the train, and he's like, "Ha, I was right all along. This thing is alive." Yeah. But yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, and he starts slashing through the, the tentacles and the walls and all this stuff. Um, yep. Well, and they realize that they have to get to like the head of the train. Well, they don't they don't figure that out quite yet, but that's kind of where it's heading. Um, and well, inside the train, the tentacles are starting. Like she's the, the demon's like, well, I'm gonna start devouring people inside the train. It's gonna be just a nice, exquisite banquet for myself. And of course, what Nezuko hulks out and starts killing all of the uh, starts slashing all the tentacles, saving the people. And Cody, now we have my favorite moment of the entire movie. Do tell Chris. I know Nezuko gets so, grabbed here. So Nezuko gets grabbed. She gets overwhelmed by all these tentacles. The, and Nezuko and Tanjiro are up, uh, trying to find the you know the head of this demon. So Nezuko's inside trying to save people. She gets wrapped up with all the with all the tentacles, and then you hear this fucking music drop, and then you see the lightning bolt, and you're just like, oh shit! And then you see our man Zenetsu just come through and just slice all the tentacles. And then you see like the the, the 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 breath coming out of his mouth, and then he does it again. The was it thunder 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 flash and and what the, oh, fuck Thunderclap, what's it called? I think thunder flash and clap or something like that. And he just does like the sixfold, um, and just basically saves everybody in the car before turning back to a fucking doofus again. But like that's that that's a scene in a movie where everybody in the theater starts hooting and hollering because we hadn't seen Zanetsu in a little bit outside of his dream sequence. And then we get like the moment where he comes to the rescue and Cody, this is really the last we see of him until the end of the movie, which yeah, for the most part, we get like a couple little like cameo type scenes. Um, but for mm -hmm. the most part he's gone, which is. Yeah. And, it really pisses me off because, like, I like the, the I like the 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 pussy Zanetsu, but I wish he was more balanced because he he turns from a, like a character who's like a D plus at best to an A plus character. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, and then of course Rengoku shows up, and oh man, let's see, Inoke, I love when he shows up. And then Inosuke makes his way to the. Like to the conductor, I think he realizes yep. that, like they gotta like basically break the the spinal cord of the demon, like the neck of the demon. Yeah. But the demon is the train. Well, they're the... trying to figure out. Well, they're trying to figure out where the head of the demon is. Um, would it not make sense that it's at the head of the fucking train? Well, so like, again, like it's not gonna be at the caboose. Like, come on. Oh right, that's what I'm saying. They're like, well, I'm gonna go this way. You go that way. It's like, how about we all just, you know, how about we? And this is where you know where Ringoku's like, well. I'll save the people in the back five cars. Uh, the the yellow-haired kid, Nezuko, will take care of these cars. Um, you and you guys head to the... Yeah, you two go to the front and find the head where it's obviously fucking at. And it's just like, okay, well, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think, and I think it's fine. It's not like... It's a fine split-up moment. It's not like Scooby-Doo where they're like, let's all split up and mm -hmm. get fucked up. Or, like, or even Resident exactly. Evil, like, oh, we're in a zombie mansion. I'll go that way. Yeah, you go Goku this way. Becomes the voice of reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then so they start chopping at this thing's neck, or, and it's like using its Ivanu's <clears throat> tentacle ability to like uh -huh. make all this fancy forms, and it's like got eyes popping out of it, and like it's very similar to like uh, like uh, like the visual abilities from like Naruto or something like that, where like every time yeah. these eyes make contact with Tanjiro, um, Ori Orinosuke. 
Like they immediately go back into the dream sequence. They have to kill themselves in the dream. Come yeah, back. Which I thought this was the, this was the coolest part of the, of this demon's fight because it kept happening to Tanjiro so many times that he was eventually going to cut his neck in the real world because he didn't know when he was awake or when he was asleep. And then Inosuke gets a cool moment, Chris, where he shows up and he's like, "Wait, you're still in the real world." Like this yeah, is, and this he's, is... because Inosuke is like, "This shit's not working on me," like because he's all over because he's got the boar helmet on. They don't know what way he's fucking looking. He's googly eyed. Yeah, I do like the moment where he like saves Tanjiro from literally killing him. Yeah. Um, very cool mm-hmm. moment there. Uh, and, then, and then they proceed to just cut the shit out of this demon. Um, yeah, they, they use their seventh form, the slice and dice, and all their, they, they combine all their techniques, they cut the head off, and then, Cody, the last bad moment of the movie, this, this fucking demon has this Wizard of Oz-style death, oh, what a world kind of death. If it wasn't for you, I'd be a t- <laughs> yeah. it's just like, it's like, shut the fuck up and just die. Just die already, and let's and and here's the thing too, Cody. And and most like, if you watch an anime movie that's not part of the series, like the side story, like this would have been it. Yeah. Like this would have been the end of the movie because this movie clocks in at right about two hours. Yeah, and at this point, and I think I'll say that it's a fast two hours. I think at this point it's like we're like an hour and fifteen, hour and twenty in. So it's Dude, like yeah, we're about an hour and a half, and we're about the ninety minute mark here. And because the last thirty minutes, Cody, are some of the best thirty minutes in anime. Yeah, but, like, I, I was honestly, like, if I wouldn't have known, like, that this mm-hmm. movie was, you know, two hours long, like, I, I was like, okay, this, they could probably end this now, but, like, there's nothing that, like, this isn't, like, a well, box I mean, office, like, just, blow up, like, right, and greatest anime film like, of all time, like. <laughs> exactly, and I was like, man, they sure did waste Rengoku, because at this point, he's maybe been on screen for, like, ten minutes. I was like, did they just give him the piccolo treatment? Did they just have him do like his one cool thing and then send him packing? Yeah, and obviously, um, obviously, like once they cut the, the demon, like the train's like neck, like then the train wrecks, everybody falls off. Oh, fucking derails! But nobody dies because yeah. Rengoku saved him with his techniques. Yeah, which we come to find out much later, and like I want to say towards the end when he reveals that, I think, or. Somebody somebody reveals mm-hmm. that like it was him that basically saved everybody, which is super cool to find out. Um, yeah, um, and again, we'll go on that tirade in a second. Now, the one thing the one thing that we take away from the other demon dying is it kind of gives us a little glimpse into the upcoming enemies because they he talks about like, oh, if I would have done this, I would have been I would have been able to challenge to be in the upper six. Um, and it shows like the silhouettes of everybody, uh, specifically uh, the one we're getting ready to see and the one that's in the entertainment. Um, yeah, the top so then, the top six. Uh, yeah, Kitsugi or Kitsugi. Uh, Kitsu, yeah, the top the the twelve Kitsugi. Yeah, now we're in the top six, which have been stable for a long time. And, you know, the callback to season one is the fact that the lower key, the lower six, they basically change at the drop of a hat, which is important for when I go on my Hashira tangent here at the end. Um, but the like the the six the bottom six rotate because the, I guess there's there's just this this jockeying of power, but the top six have not changed in hundreds of years. And speaking so, of the top six, Chris, we have one show up. Oh, and not just the top six. He's a top three. He's an upper three. Um, he is in the what, upper three. What is, three what is his name? Is his name? Akasa. Akasa. Akasa, okay. When he shows up, this is when like the movie takes a tone shifts like this is this is the villain like the stakes 
are 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 high at this point. Yeah, because Tanjiro's pretty wiped out from doing his flame move or his fire dance move. Um mm-hmm. And we're not going to be able to give this fight any justice, Cody. Like this, this, well, hey, first of all, I love the fights in Demon Slayer because they're grounded. Whereas, like, when we watch, like, all the My Hero movies, all they do is fly around and laser beams go everywhere. <laughs> like, this is grounded, like, hand to hand combat, like, solid snake, CQC. Um, like, this this last thirty minutes of the movie is the reason this movie's made five hundred three million dollars. One hundred percent. Oh my god! Because we see very very quickly that way. First of all, Rengoku is no fucking slouch, no slouch at all. But we also realize why the top six have been around for hundreds of years. Because um. He he takes he takes Rengoku to the cleaners, but what I really like here, Cody, is he's like, you know, you're so the demons like goading him, like you should be a demon. Well, why don't you become a demon? You and I, like, you're you're such you're such a fun person to fight again. You know, even you're human, but you're only you're limited by being a human. You know, you're a human. That's that's that is your ceiling. You can't go any higher than that. But man, if you were a demon, you and I could fight for the rest of eternity. So he's like, like there's this kind of respect that he has for Rengoku, but he it's it, it's more so like you should join me just so I can fuck with you and just so we can fight. Otherwise, I'm just going to kill you, and that would kind of be a waste. Yeah, and I mean, we get to see like, like, like you said, we're not going to be able to do the animation any justice. We get to see like all all kinds of different abilities of Rengoku and. Uh, a Cosma, the demon. Yeah, because what does he what does he have like uh, what is this called like death like death dimension technique or something like that where like because when the fight so because first of all the music that's playing during the fight is fucking hype and like when you know because right off the bat when uh he he's talking to Rengoku and Rengoku's like I've just met you and I already don't like you um and basically it basically tells him right off the bat like, where I'm not going to become a demon so the fight starts and he like like Asaka gets into like this stance and like this crazy like snowflake looking grid appears on the ground. I was like, oh fuck, these are all of his moves. Like he's just put out the fucking blueprint. Yeah. Very Which cool. was so fucking cool. Yeah, Rengoku making fire tornadoes and fire tigers and dude like yeah. all kinds oh. of cool shit. By like, the way, we forgot a very important part. The conductor that was out there on the on the on the engine of the train while they were trying to kill the other demon, oh fucking stabs Tanjiro. Oh yeah, that's why that's Tanjiro's right hurt. In the gut. Yeah, that's and right. So Tanjiro's hurt, and and he can't interfere with this fight. And of course, and, you know, in those case, fucking, you know, he's fine. But they they want to go help Rengoku, but Rengoku's like, y'all stay back, and like they both immediately freeze because like Rengoku's like very like stern. Like, do you, of all the things you should listen to, what this guy tells you to do, this is the one thing you should do. Yeah, and uh, of course we get our big moment where Rengoku. Goes in for like his big like tornado flame attack, oh, dude. Well, because because he's because he's getting the shit beat out of him. So he yeah. he's like, basically, this is like the last like the, the the demon asks him one more time is like, like this is it. And so what does he do? And of course, Rengoku's beat to shit. He's bleeding. His eyes damaged. He just he is fucked up. So he goes for like his ultimate technique. This is the eleventh form. It's and it's his esoteric art, so it makes me think that they've all got like a like a super move. They've all got like they've all got the hyper viper beam, right? They've all got the <laughs> they've all got the Shin Hadouken. They've all got the the fucking raging demon. But 
is was it called Rengoku? I can't remember the name of it. I distinctively heard him say esoteric art Rengoku, which oh, makes me wonder is like the family, like whoever is the, the, the family or whatever that is this bloodline of the Hashira, is this esoteric art named after them? Oh, that would be because cool. Rengoku would be him, would be his father, would be whoever the next flame Hashira is, which I can only assume is going to be his younger brother. Um, right. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I was probably just in awe from the animation because, like, they're just. I oh, mean, God, it was so beautiful. So going beautiful. From 2D to 3D, like, everything is sweet. Um, but, Chris, well, when all the, the dust. playing. Yeah, oh. When the dust settles and the music kind of comes to a stop, we see that uh, this demon has an entire arm through Rengoku. And, right uh, through the fucking bread basket, and of course, Rengoku's sword, I think, is like in his neck. Yeah, in or, the demon. or it's like halfway through his chest. Like he, he's yes. fucked this demon up too. Um, and he's still fighting. He still keeps fighting. But like, you know, you start to get the Rengoku flashbacks with his mom. Like you, you know what's coming here. Uh, Tanjiro yeah, like, oh, no. and Inosuke, they're like starting to tear up in the eyes. Like they're yelling. Um, honestly, my only gripe about this entire fight mm-hmm. is Tanjiro and Inosuke talking. Yeah, they should have. I don't even want I don't even want to see them on the screen for literally mm-hmm. another season because of them talking during the fight. Like, dude, get the fuck in, out. They were John Madden and Pat Summerall, man. They were, call, they, were, they were in the booth calling the shots. Yeah, it was like, just shut up. Like, just watch the fight. Like, yeah. Like, like well, I, watch a master swordsman at work. Like, I understand you're upset, but please, please just stop yeah. talking. Like, it's like it's mm-hmm. like somebody talking at the movie theater. Like the movie. Oh, on. you hate it. Like, shut up. Yeah, those, kids, those kids are in the row in front of you on their fucking cell phones. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, he like goes to cut the demon's neck. Can't like cut through it. Um, then, oh, like, and dude, this this part's so cool because even the demons like, like, you know, you're you're gonna die. Stop. You know. But he he's making progress on his neck, and then Chris, we see the sunlight start to come up. Like it's it's almost oh, daylight, man. and I'm like. And then okay. panic sets in. Yeah, so he's the demon's freaking out. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a cool ending. Like, they're both going to die here. That, that's, like, what went well, through my head. Like, Goku's not letting go, either. He's like, like, he sees the sun coming up, and the demon's fighting for his life. And Rengoku's, like, digging the sword deeper into his neck, too. Like, he's like, by hook or by crook, you're not fucking, like, you are not getting away from me. And then, Chris, we get like, this. Like, he knows. He knew he was fucking dead. And then we get this demon gets a bullshit moment. Um. Man, I don't well, even know if I count Inosuke this as a gripe. And try to go help. Yeah, they try to come help. Um, and like the sun's about to come up, and then this well, demon, the demon just like just breaks his own fucking yeah, arms off, like, just and breaks cuts his. He just like cuts sword. his. He just like cuts his own arms off. I'm like, okay, like, but like you know they had to make these uh, upper six Kizuki or upper five, whatever five or six, however many mm-hmm. there are. They had to set the tone with them. And so, like, mm-hmm. you know, if 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 the if he got if he died here, like, okay, the Hashira can defeat these guys, but like, yep. Rengoku doesn't win this fight. Like, no, well, well, it depends on how you look at it, and, uh, and that that's again going to be part of my tangent because I think that's the most important part of this movie. But uh, no, you're right; he does not he does not come out on top in this fight against uh, 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 Akasa yeah, because which, which... he breaks his arms off, breaks the sword. And gets away from the sunlight, and then, like, Tanjiro runs over, throws his sword, does that, like, cool, like, sword throw ability, which, like, looks awesome. 
Mm -hmm. Abs into the demon, but still nothing matters. And then, well, uh, we get Tanjiro cutting a pretty sick promo on this demon, and uh, like basically just it's putting the demon on notice. And we we need this, right? Like we need this part because this is going to be because Tanjiro is not going to forget this, and he's Tanjiro is going to kill him to get revenge for Rengoku. Oh, you absolutely know that's coming. uh, He's he is fucking he is coming for you at SummerSlam, brother, because it's happening. Yeah, and I'm more invested in that fight than I am with Muzan Kibutsuji. I, I, I care more about this fight now. Um, Dude, yeah, especially after what just happened. Oh, my God. And the way Tanjiro, he cut a sick fucking promo on him, dude. It was, I, I want this, this is going to be Rock versus Hogan at WrestleMania. That, that's what this fight's going to be. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's almost how it feels. Um, but I do like that they set the tone with these, these upper Kizuki. Like, yes. We, like, normally, like, oh, with Rui, like, Rui, like, Tanjiro cuts his head off, but then it's like Rui's gonna kill him. Like, and then you have oh, here's your Hashirata to come save the day. Like, big bros here, don't worry, got you. Yeah, cuts, kills him very cleanly, by the way. Like yeah, the, but like we've seen all of the lower ones just fucking die. But now we have Rengoku fighting an upper one, and like, even like doing everything he can, all of his techniques still like doesn't defeat the yeah. demon. Like the demon gets away, and and we get our our final moments with Rengoku. Uh, this is where, you know, the the waterworks start. Um, oh, yeah, and he, he gives Tanjiro the pep talk, like, you know, you're going to make great Hashira, and, you know, just, like, he's just he's just saying basically how proud of him he is, and just how, how well, you know, he knows they're going to make great Hashira, he knows they're going to do good things, like, really just, just letting him, just really letting all of his emotions out. And then he has, like, he's like, you know, go to my old residence, tell my young, tell my younger brother, to follow his heart and tell my dad to take care of himself. And then he sees his mom, Cody. Then he sees mom. And that's when you know it's done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is, you're all buttered up. You're all teary-eyed. Yeah, you're like, we can get out of this. He's fine. We, we He's going to survive. It's good. I'm not crying. You're crying. And then, like... I, he, and then, he, like he is dead, dead. Um, yeah, once Mama Duke shows up, it's... Oh, uh, then he gets like the smile. He gets. She, she said how she was proud of him. He smiles, and then you just kind of see the head, just kind of drop. Yep, we got. And then, that's it. We got and, and he knows and all this. there too, watching. Yeah, the crow there. The crow's crying. Like, mm-hmm. Rose crying. Zanitsu's crying. Even Inosuke's crying. Um, yep. Well, because the crow, the crow after after he dies, goes back and basically tells all of the other Hashira. Mm-hmm. What happened, and they all have very distinct, different reactions, which I think will be important later on. Yeah, and um, then yeah, we we go through the scene where the crow tells all the, like you said, the remaining Hashira, and then Chris, we end up right where right back where we started, uh, back with like the the master of the demon slayers. Um, mm-hmm. you know, he's still back in that, uh, in like the graveyard area, which I'm guessing is just like where all the on demon slayers are buried um and i can't remember what exactly he says here well basically he's he, he he's he's this is where he says that you know though he fell like he did not fail in his mission because he saved all 200 people on that train like he and that and even i feel like Rengoku even knew he was gonna die because he said i must fulfill my duty to the end and his job was to protect the people on that train and he saved every single one. It was. Do you ever see the Star Trek remake, Cody? The one with Chris Pine, the first one where uh, Chris Hemsworth plays his dad, and is basically a, the captain of the ship that's 
under attack from this futuristic Romulan ship. He's and there's a line later on. He dies saving everybody on that, uh, you know, survivors on that crew. And there's a moment later on in the movie. Again, if you haven't seen it, where Captain Pike is telling Kirk, your father was a starship captain for 15 minutes and saved 115 people. I I dare you to do the, uh, to do better. Um, definitely. That's I, what this reminded me of. Yeah, like he he might have lost this fight, but he definitely like his mission was still accomplished. Like he did what he set exactly. out to do, and uh... exactly. And that brings me to kind of my big tangent, Cody, because like when when you start putting all the pieces together, you realize like the Hashira are very very strong. Like this is like the peak of human performance. They're like LeBron James. Um, <laughs> yeah, but none of them have fought. Well, A, I don't think any of them have come face-to-face until now with one of the upper six. And Yeah, and if they have, we haven't really heard much about it. Right, because they're all still there. And I'd be willing to bet that any Hashra that has come face-to-face with one of them has probably been killed. So, And Muzan mentions that. He says, like, only the upper six have been able to kill any of the Hashira. yeah. Um, yeah, like that, that's a big deal because like the fact that Rengoku was probably the strongest that these kids have seen and he almost he almost got one of the six, almost got one. But wasn't able to seal the deal like that really sets the tone for everything, Cody, like we've said before that there's moments in this show where we see that the kids are way over their head. Yeah. And I feel like this just still enforces and hits that home. And and we, I mean, obviously we know Tanjiro is probably going to be the first to, well, A, kill an upper upper class demon. And also he's, he's got to kill Muzan at the end of this thing, right? Like he's got to, it's got to happen. Or he's got to be like 50 cent. He's either going to kill him or die trying. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be, I don't, I don't know if he'll actually get to kill all, you know, take out uh-huh. all seven of them. I feel like he's got to, uh-huh. I mean, he, he it's going to be the Tanjiro world tour. Like he's just going to be training and killing, like. Right. This but lit, it also makes me like, wonder quite literally that, lit a fire under him. Like, no pun intended. Absolutely. Well, and then, oh, yeah, it's funny. And then, which is which actually is funny because I, again, I, I've watched a little bit more and read a little bit more. There's there's a, again a lot more to it. But this also kind of sets the tone that no characters are off limits in this show. They killed Ring. They, I mean, they killed a character one of the like one of the Hashira that they made a big deal throughout the show that they, these are these are the best. And this is one that was front and center, first one to go on a mission outside of uh, outside of uh, Giyu and Shinobu, and he got fucking murked. Which I, what I do, unfortunately, like we, it had to be Rengoku. Um... Because if it would have been like the crying Hashira, no one would have cared. Um, yeah, nobody would give a shit about him. Like it had to be either Rengoku or Tomioka, or like one of the ones we actually yeah. like. Like, oh, that looks like a cool guy. Like that guy over there is crying. Yeah. That guy doesn't care about mm-hmm. anything. It's like some weird poison girl. No one cares about. She's crying. Yep. Like it had to be like one of like the stoic, like cool-looking guys that, that had to take the axe because like in anime, like you need like a good death like that. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, now, now he's like you know he's one of the most beloved characters in the show. Um, with he, he is my favorite character. Like this, he is my favorite character in the show. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, you know, like I said, his death definitely is going to light a fire under Tanjiro. I I would obviously assume. Um, and then it it it, oh, it makes me want to like I I'm invested in Demon Slayer a lot more than I was. Uh, mm-hmm. 
the first half of the movie, though, the first hour, um, just a standard filler movie. Um, yeah, which is why I think I think it's probably going to end up being a better watch episodically because yeah. I feel like we're going to see the build up. Oh, this episode here, this episode here. Okay, the the end of the arc is the fucking the the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, and you know it's still a fun movie. I'll definitely still watch it, but like, oh, absolutely. I'm fast forwarding. To, it's not perfect. I'm getting to the hour mark, Chris. I don't care about the Gengar villain. Yeah, well, you, you start, you start, you start the movie. You start the movie at the Zenetsu scene. Yeah, I'll watch that, and then I'll skip to yeah. the Rengoku fight, and be like, "All right, let's get." Yeah, let's get uh, down yeah. You movie. watch that scene, exactly, exactly. Um, but that's I mean that that's it. That's kind of where the movie ends, kind of on a downer. Um, yeah. Rengoku's Rengoku's dead. The kids have to pick themselves up. Uh, the master. You know, says that he'll see he'll see him again. He'll see Ringoku and all of my children again in the next life. Yep. And then credits roll. You grab your popcorn bucket. You leave the theater. Tears rolling yeah. down your cheeks. That's right. You don't even wipe your tears because everybody everybody's like strangers are hugging each other and just crying it out on other people's shoulders at this point. Chris, it's like watching Furious. It's like Fast and the Furious Seven. Like everybody's just crying and you're just accepting. That's it. right. And uh, yeah, if they if they'd have played the Wiz, uh, was the Wiz Khalifa and Charlie Puth at the end of this, I'd have been fine. Oh man, that that, that song that song will get you teary eyed no matter what it is. Um, yeah, exactly. But no, like that's that, the song you play at last call when everybody's right. good and schnookered. Yeah, that that is Demon Slayer Mugen Train. Um, obviously, like overall fantastic. We can't do the music and the animation justice. Fantastic. You need to watch. It is a must watch movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um. You can see why, especially in the second half, why this movie did so well. Um, and I'm I'm so much yeah. more hyped for you know the entertainment arc, the Mugen arc, like all mm-hmm. whatever other arcs are, you know, coming down the stretch. Stretch, excuse me. Um, I'm just excited for it. So looking forward yeah, to that. I'm on board. I am 100% on board. One last train joke, but now like the the characters have grown on me. The stakes are are, are the highest they've ever been. And they're nobody's off limits. They're not afraid. They're not afraid to kill a character. And to me, that that that's so important. I, I don't want them to let a character just. I, I don't want a character to get the shit beat out of him only to survive and be stronger. If they're gonna put a character like again, Rengoku's job was to save those people. That was job. Was job number one. The mo- number one on the on the fucking on the dossier. This, this is your mission objective one the most important one is save all of these people he saves every single one of them yeah and, that, and that's what a hashira does yeah and kudos to like the writers and all that stuff um there's a lot of big anime that are too scared to kill off a character um i'm yeah. looking at you fairy tale right and look at look at a show like uh again like a show like full metal alchemist they kill hughes in like the first 10 episodes yeah, and that which like hits. sets up the which sets the tone for the rest of the show. Yeah, fairy tale. You watch three hundred episodes, and you're like, "Well, no one died. <laughs> like, literally, no one died. Like, two characters died that were like side characters, and it's like, this is why mm-hmm. no one. This is why the show isn't like regarded as yeah, like, like Seven Deadly Sins. Also, oh god, yeah, don't even get started on that. They're like, yeah. all right, our show's bad. Should we kill somebody now? All right, let's kill somebody in a shitty death. All right, uh, yep, our show's still bad. Um. Whereas good anime are not afraid to kill. Like I almost want to like do the research on that. Like animes that have killed characters are better than animes that have not killed characters. Oh man, and I've lost some some true favorites. Like 
Dude, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I, I could go down a rabbit hole of my least favorite anime deaths of all time, but like, mm-hmm. like death needs to happen in anime. It it raises the stakes so much, and I'm glad that they yep. they they did this movie. And uh, I'm looking forward to everything coming down the stretch for Demon Slayer. Um, I am too. Yeah, that is Mugen Train, guys. Um, we will pick back up with Demon Slayer once, probably once the dub finishes for the Entertainment District arc. Yeah, which by the way, this is a shorter arc. Uh, it's only this arc is only eleven episodes, which is distinctly shorter. And and I guess maybe they're breaking it up into the arcs where like there was there were several arcs in season one, but they're just like entertainment arc, eleven episodes, and that's basically season two. Yeah, so maybe we'll do like maybe we'll have like a Mugen Train arc episode where we revisit that. Uh, mm-hmm. Once that, I I don't know if that's done dubbing or like how far along they are. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I want to say it's still in uh, it's still in um, Japanese only, but I, I haven't checked it on Hulu. It's only in, in sub. sub. Okay. I haven't checked on Funimation yet. Either way, we'll be revisiting Demon Slayer this year for sure. Because um, mm-hmm. I imagine they'll be quick on those dubs, kind of like they did. Usually, oh, they're yeah. like dubs are usually like two or three weeks behind the sub, which is fine. Um, <clears throat> Gives us a little time to watch some other stuff. Like I said, um, Parasite won our poll, so we're going to be covering uh, the first 12 episodes of that next week. You can yep. find Parasite on Netflix and I believe Funimation, like you said. And then we're going to... Yeah. We'll do a little more research onto those. There's two live-action movies. Um, hopefully we can... Yeah. Hopefully those are accessible and we can check those out too. So that we'll be... Yeah. Like I said, I know one of them's on Funimation uh, only because I saw, I, I saw it. It has just random real person on the cover and I knew it was Parasite because it was spelled with a Y. Yeah, and I mean, I, I can search the dark web. I'll find that second the second movie if it's not on there. Um, so we'll be doing Parasite for probably about the next four weeks. And then um, we'll probably shift Dota. gears back to Dota, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Because I couldn't tell you a single fucking thing that happened in Dota. No, I, I hope the first episode is a recap episode. We need, we need that recap episode because I... <laughs> I remember watching it, and that, oh. I remember there was like a—he was like a half dragon, half person. Um, but mm-hmm. that's about it. Um, yeah, because that's yeah. that's our schedule moving forward. Next four weeks, we're going to do Parasite, the first twelve episodes, and the next twelve episodes, and then back to back live action movies. I'm excited for another live action movie. I love to butcher uh, yep. what, what other people worked really hard to create. You know. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and you know, 2022 is off to a good start. I mean, I, I think you know the the highest grossing anime movie of all time is a great place to start this year oh absolutely a great way to kick off the new year um indeed yeah guys that is chris that's all i got for this episode i am uh yeah, I'm, spent. I'm spent i am spent as well i'm ready to dive into some parasite guys uh if you guys want to vote too. on our polls you can go to our twitter page which is just go type in shonen and suds you'll find us uh, you'll recognize the logo that's where we do all our polls at and if you guys got any like questions or anything like that for us, you can message us on our Facebook page, which is also at Shonen and Suds. Um, but I am Cody Snodgrass. And I am Chris Adams. And thank you, thank you so much, as always. And check out Demon Train if you haven't, which should be nobody. Cody, imagine if the ending of Demon's Train was the Wiz Khalifa, Charlie Puth, but it was, but it was a mashup with, with Shine by Mr. Big. Oh, man. She called it Demon Train. You're, we're going to get butchered for this. You know that, right? Oh, I, well, I, I did. I, you're right. Because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be what? Invincible Train or Infinity Train? Infinity Train is what it means. But whatever. Train has no destination. Train ain't making no stops. That's right. <laughs> That's right. That fuck train has no brakes. <laughs>